0: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome down to episode number 104 of the Down South Photo Show with me, Brendan Waits, here in Ocean Grove, Victoria, Australia. And the guy on the other screen there, or in your other ear, if you are listening to the show, it is Cam Blake in Hobart, Tasmania, Australia. Hello, Cameron. How's the cricket going?
1: Uh, cricket is going well. Five for 337. David Warner made a ton. Not happy about right. that. No, you not a wife's big a, fan uh, of his reason. wife's fan. His wife's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. <laughs> He's not an Australian. He's a cheat. And oh, I don't like him. There he goes. He used to subscribe to the channel, but never mind. If he did subscribe to the channel, I would actively kick him off. <laughs> so. uh, um, right. Uh, we are I'm recording going, this
0: as the Perth test is happening, folks. And Cam and I yeah, don't right. mind
1: watching a bit of cricket. So we watch uh... a bit of cricket. Yeah. We watch a bit of cricket. But I tell you what, I didn't watch it when he started making runs. I turned it off. <laughs> well, you know I, what I did I was, watch? It? I was busy making rectangles. So I couldn't watch it anyway. You know what I did watch? Um, yeah. I love, I'm a, I love old history stuff. I'm not a history buff, mm-hmm. but I love watching like the World War 1 and 2 and stuff like that. And I just finished I'd actually just finished uh what's the word they say? Um bingeing uh binging. Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, my wife watched that and
0: loved it and I've never yeah, really got I, a chance to watch it. I hear I hear though,
1: I hear. Yeah. It's all well, when you the do when you do two 15-hour flights, you sort of find something to get into, and that was good. But I finished watching that, but I like all that sort of that that historic and that period, like the early 1900s. Anyway, I found something on Netflix, which is like World War II uh, footage that's all been restored and digitally mastered Ooh. and upgraded. and It's very fascinating to watch it in colour. It's, it's like in high def. It's just like, wow, okay, this is – Really cool. And it's all footage from in the plains or in the towns or whatever it might be during World War II. And I got stuck into that today uh, instead awesome. of watching David, David Water make a ton. So, wow. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Um, yeah, I think I have yeah. heard of that documentary. They painstakingly restored footage yeah. Yeah. and colorized it as well.
1: Yeah, um, it's pretty incredible. Like, I, I can't imagine how they do it. Like, there's, I, I guess it would have been shot on small film, would have been 35mm film, would have been like sort of whatever half that is.
0: Uh, It was probably shot on sixteen millimeter film, I think, which was the the forerunner to Super Eight. So, um, I would imagine that's what it was.
1: So that would have all had to be digitally remastered and coloured, and um, pretty incredible. So, if if you're speaking
0: of, and and it kind of is related to what we do because I love watching movies that have got incredible camera work. I yep. always watch like cinematography, they call it. I I, I watch it. I, it is cinematography, right? Yeah. I watch it, and I'm like, how the hell did they yep. achieve that? And particularly the one, the ones you watch where you know it's real, it's not CGI yep. or anything like that. Yeah. And the one that springs to mind is the movie 1917. Have you seen uh, that? See,
1: I haven't seen. It. Is that the one with like it's a continuous?
0: Cameron's Actually, homework for this week is may, to watch 1917 have. and a report back. It's all done in one shot in inverted commas. Yes, comments. I think I have seen most of that,
1: and I was and I impressed. I think it's
0: the one that was directed by Kate Winslet's husband. I'm sure he likes being known uh, as Kate Winslet. It's uh, Mendes. Isn't that, Jack? Uh, isn't that Jack? Yeah, that's right. No, he 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 drowned. <laughs> and, and there was felt...
1: enough room. There was enough room <laughs> that on enough that. Enough room movie. on that bloody door. She was selfish, selfish woman. Whatever. Totally. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah but we're, that, a, we're, movie... now, we're now critiquing movies on this show. <laughs> but that movie,
0: 1917, you watch it. And, yeah, I mean, clearly it wasn't all done in one take, but the no, way they there's, seamlessly there's, stitch it together. Yeah, and you, and you're looking it, for yeah. the cuts. And it's yes. uh, it's absolutely incredible. And uh, yeah. the behind-the-scenes documentary on it is worth watching in its own right. It's so yeah. good. Uh, do you know what they do movie. well
1: in it? Do you know what they do well in it? I think I have said it a while ago. But what they do really well in it, movie to to hide the cuts is they pan the camera. Yes. So he walks through a scene of a building and he sort of comes through the other side and they, they seamlessly split it up in that transition of him walking and then panning. So it's sort of Yeah,
0: yeah. And and then you muddled. find out I found out later that um like that they, they do a panning shot with all buildings in and one of the buildings that passes actually hides the cut. And that building yes. is the cut. It's yep. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really, clever. really clever stuff. So um mm.
1: welcome to the Down South Cinematography show. What was that old guy who used to do the movie reviews in Australia? Bill Collins. Bill Collins, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> batch,
0: Yeah, but hey, he was good though. Yeah, a bit uh, Lee, like our Lee, show, <laughs> Lee Patch. He's
1: a he's a good um
0: he's a good. Oh, uh, and I remember the John SBS, Buck?
1: the late the lady and the man on SBS. They've been oh, around for years. Margaret
0: Margaret Pomeranz. Um, She's had, you know, you're just a you're in a of BS. I can't BS, remember aren't you? the guy's name though. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, people are yeah. people are screaming the answer at their radios and their headphones as we speak. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks to all the 728 people who have liked, subscribed, and followed the channel on the YouTubes. We do appreciate that. I do believe I said only yes, you days did. ago that I would come back with some stats. Yeah, well, I haven't done that because someone's <laughs> been a bit busy, and I don't care if you think that's an excuse or not. That's what I'm using. It's,
1: it's an terrible. excuse. I um, reckon and, there about 20, there's about
0: 20. Yeah. When was the last time the Down South Photo Show put out two episodes in one week? When? I don't think it's just a trivia.
1: this is a trivia question. No, no, um, I don't actually know. It was rhetorical. But uh, no, I don't. I don't think we have. No. Oh exciting. no, I think we might have. I think we might have done when I went away somewhere. We did <laughs> probably, one, but <laughs> probably during COVID, probably, we put them out every day. Well, that's it. <laughs> but I don't think we posted it. In I think we recorded two in the week, but we didn't post them nah, in the week. Yes. Pe- people won't know. People are going to expect. This is like a bit of a precedent. People are going to expect two shows a week now.
0: Well, it was interesting, and in fact, if you would like to leave a comment below, we'd be interested in your feedback. Um, no, we don't
1: want feedback, Brendan.
0: For years, we've <laughs> years, literally for years. Well, more than two, we've been putting the photo the, the photo show out on the Friday night. Um, this went out on a Monday night this week. It was interesting. I'm just curious to see whether people like the Friday night lead into their weekend and the.
1: The Monday, I think podcast we didn't, what, didn't what we experiment a bit that like we did experiment about the the audio did really well on Monday because people were going to work, yes, and needed something on the car or on the train, yes. But the people are, forgot to do that and just put then it, you butchered it. Out on the Friday, <laughs> that's right. You butchered it the very first week, <laughs> and then, um, and then the video that's YouTube's option. I think people like to sit down on a Friday night with a couple of beers because people yes. get the shits if we don't put out something on Friday night. We I get know. comments, and I know we cop grief. Who's but the first? Fine. Someone someone watches the gardening show instead of us. Yeah, that's right. I think that's Jenny Cooper. It might be Jenny Cooper watches. Yeah. What's his name? Basil? Not Basil. Um, yeah, I know who you mean. See, there, yeah, there's a name. The dude, the dude like, looks yeah. like dude looks like he walked out of a garden. He doesn't. All a right. Garden gnome. Um, hey, um, wh- why have you got wings? Oh, should we do backgrounds? What? Yeah, a segue, seg- Cameron.
0: A Segway away in there. Uh, okay, let me cover up. Uh, so I thought I'd go with something a bit different. I'm actually—it's actually a photo I'm really proud of, um, and no. it was uh, down at Bowen Heads the other night. I went—I went there last night as well. I'll come back to that in thought, a second. Thought you were this, busy. This is. Oh, that's
1: cool.
0: Uh, look, I'm so happy to have got this shot. So, this is your Nan Keen's Kestrel. Thank you, Sandy Not Goddard, saying. for pointing that out to me. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was uh, down at the Bowen Heads Bluff, and I saw him, her, him. Sorry, I am i don't know. Cameron, him, her, help me oh, out. Look, I don't,
1: want to, I, I don't want to offend anyone by saying the wrong thing, so okay. we'll say it.
0: I'm going to say they were hovering down over the bluff as I was approaching. I thought, oh, and then it ducked away. And I thought, okay, what are the odds that this thing's going to come back? I'll go for a look. So I walked down the path and just sort of waited and was looking out to see. It was actually quite pretty. And then all of a sudden, this thing just flew up uh sort of off to my left, ho- hovered over the beach for a second and then flew even mm. higher up over the track that I was walking on and cool. sat above me about 25 feet in the air. Um So you're and looking th- at the, looking at the uh 100 to 400 on the EM1X right there. And uh, I put it on bird tracking mode cam. You'll be happy to know I did that. How good's does that and work? Burst mode and just went like that and got that photo yeah. and, the funny thing is the frame right before it is nowhere near as good because his wing is just tilted and it's and it blocks the sun from the body of the bird. Yeah, that, I think that's
1: that, the the light on the bird's really nice.
0: Yeah, that's what kind of makes it and that was the thing um <clears> the, <throat> the light just there on that wing. Yeah. It wasn't there one frame before it and I was in burst mode these things the wings yeah. really go flat out so um well, that's probably th- the sharpest <clears> bird in <throat> flight photo I've ever taken so I'm quite happy with it.
1: Yeah. Um, and they're good those birds because they, they once once they get their their balance they sort of stay it's relatively still. Unbelievable how um, how and you can you see their head their, their head their heads a gyro. It's like, crazy. It doesn't move. Yeah, it's just the it's the, cool. the
0: eyes are locked like they're on GPS like a drone. Yep. and the yep. body just keeps those eyes locked on its. Well, target. have you
1: have you seen that video where they hold an eagle out in its hand? They they spin the body of the eagle, but its yes. head does not move. Yeah, they do it with a chicken so, as well. Chicken, yeah. Is that before or after they get thrown into the surf?
0: That was on um, that channel, Smarter Every Day. Fantastic channel. <laughs>
1: Clearly, we didn't watch that one.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We
1: smarter. got Dumber Every Day. That's, no, that's yeah. not for us. Yeah, that should be a good no. channel. We'll
0: put up that, Dumber Every Day. Dumb dumber, dumber Every Day. Uh, background, Cameron, what do you got?
1: Uh, background, I'm I'm still an American background here. This is and from Bryce Canyon. Why wouldn't you be when it looks that good? Yeah, Bryce Canyon National Park. We had minus, this is actually minus 10 degrees when I'm shooting this. Yeah. Um. And the sun was out. There wasn't a breath of wind. Bit of ice and snow around. It was really lovely. But it was really cool to see the back of these little sandstone pillars. They almost they're almost translucent. They get they get lit up from the back, and then everything in front reflects back onto the shadow of it, which is really cool. So yeah, that is cool. You, you, you get some really cool shade. Usually you get like just shade on the front of those things, but you can see the top right there, the one that's in full sunlight. That there was one behind me that was sort of lighting up this one. So. Um, yeah, really, really cool place and uh, looking forward to going back there again. But um, yeah, just really beautiful light. Uh, minus 10, like I said, was pretty cold, but it was actually bearable. Like I was really surprised. That was one thing I probably um, took away from that place more than anything. was that even though it was freezingly, freezingly cold, it was still easy to go shoot and get around and it wasn't too bad. So beautiful yeah. place if you've That's, been there before, people.
0: Um, question without notice. The, the pillar that's there in the distance, so the one up in the top right-hand corner as I'm looking at, yes, that one. Yes. How yes. far away is that from you? Oh,
1: um, not far. That'd be- Okay. I'm just trying to get about. a sense of the scale here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we can see the track running along there. Oh, right. Yes. The bottom the bottom of that track would only be 50 metres away from me. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so that pillar up there, I would say that pillar was about 20 metres tall. So not huge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's um, funny, but, isn't but the it? Because one... it
0: looks, it looks like it could be a lot taller than only 20, yes,
1: 20 meters. Yeah, it does. It looks like it's a real sort of centerpiece of the whole location. Um, the one behind me there, like that's um, that'd I be two and a half, three meters tall there as well. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, it was good. It was a bit slippery on the ice, which is something you got to be careful of when you're out in the winter. Yeah, definitely. But uh, beautiful colors, and uh, we're really lucky to get those conditions. So, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. Um. Those of you listening along at home might notice I've got a slightly croaky voice. Uh, we are in the throes of retail. It's Christmas time, and I have been using my voice all day, and it's uh, barely hanging in there. So uh, bear with me, please. It might be, I don't know, maybe it's a dulcet tone. Are you, are you apologizing? I am apologizing for having a croaky voice.
1: <laughs> Nothing else? You're not apologizing for
0: anything else? No, I do need to make an apology. It's true. And <laughs> And when you're wrong, you're wrong, Cameron. I don't know. I think I was wrong once, but I think it was a mistake. No, it's, it's, it's not really an apology. Apology. It's more of a recognition. Um, I, I uh, did receive a message today from a customer that we spoke about last week on the show. Uh, when we were talking about intentional camera movement or ICM, um, uh, I may have made an off-the-cuff remark that ICM is easy to duplicate or replicate if you just use blur with Photoshop. And, like um, we,
1: we we did that live, didn't we? We did it we, on the episode. We, I did it within seconds. <laughs> That's right. Um, and you look, said it looked great. <laughs> I thought it did look great. And it's safe to say
0: that um, uh, that someone, I, I don't want to say they were offended, that, but don't, I do want don't, to say like, don't name names. That, that'll get it. I us do want to say that it raised their eyebrows a little because um, quite naive me and um, uh, uneducated me. Re- By the way, my wife just walked in, and she's in on the She's on the podcast now. Oh, hello Cell. <laughs> we have a guest appearance. That we have this, this, a this special show. guest appearance. Yeah. This, this show yeah. is going yeah. to she, the shit. That's right. And she can't even hear you because she hasn't got headphones no. on. Oh, he's oh, just he apologizing.
1: That.
0: That's Mrs. Right, Waits on the off.
1: podcast there. And she's gone now. Yeah. That's lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. That's fine. Anyway, back to your back to your groveling apology. Okay. No, I'll probably edit that part out. No, I'll keep it in. No, keep it in. That's not coming out. Keep it in. Otherwise, when I reference to your wife just randomly throughout the episode, I want to. I'm going to watch
0: on YouTube and see people scrolling forward to that bit where it spikes, just so they can see my wife. Um, I can she had clothes on? That was handy. Well, and then clearly, I'm batting above my average. Um, <laughs> where yeah, were, where we? were we? Yes, yes. I I, I made an off the cuff remark that that in, intentional camera movement can be mimicked using Photoshop. Obviously, it's not that easy. So. Um, if, if people thought I was coming off as a bit uh, arrogant, a bit cocky and saying, oh, anyone can do that in photo, I didn't mean it like that at all. What I meant was you can turn any of your photos into a blurry image similar to how intentional camera movement uh, is portrayed by using Photoshop if you wanted to if you want to experiment with it before you go out and take photos, you could have a go at on, do it that way on Photoshop. If I dug this hole deeper, probably. <laughs> I, I'm
1: going I'm I'm to I'm give you another shovel in a second. <laughs> hey, um, so, you know what I without, mean. Question without notice then, do, do you think ICM is easier to do in camera? Do you think it's a fairly easy? I don't uh, understand the genre. Oh, that's a terrible, that's a terrible response. But it's an honest one.
0: I don't understand it enough. I don't understand it enough. I don't Mm. personally, this is my opinion. Mm. It's not my cup of tea. It ain't my thing. So um, I Mm. don't understand um, the genre enough. Um, I'm not saying it's something that I'd never do or try. I mean, I've done it before. Yeah. And I have done it intentionally. Um, Okay. Intentional camera movement. Um, Yeah. But it it's is, just, it is it... just not my thing. That's it. I mean, wedding photography is not my thing, you know. Um, no. portrait photography is barely my thing, so yep. you know, it's just
1: another genre
0: that I'm not into. I don't
1: dig it. It is, it is, a, it is a genre that um, a lot of people do experiment in. Like, I, I don't think I've ever come across someone on a workshop who doesn't know what it is or hasn't attempted to do it. Some people say the same thing. Some people say, look, it's not for me. Other people say, oh, I love it. I give it a go, but I'm not very good at it. Or other people, you know, some people that's all they do. Um, So, yeah, it is a very popular thing. We had another comment um, on our YouTube page. Uh, someone else mentioned that we need to probably have a bit more of a look into ICM. It's not as easy as what people make out to be, and and they were they also made a note that they were female because I made a, st- a statement last week that I found a lot of females are into that ICM, which I'd still stand by. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. Like we're al- we're allowed to have differences of opinions, and we're not, we're allowed to not like certain genres of things. Yeah. Um, and like I, I I I'm being quite honest, I actually find the ICM stuff relatively easy to to execute um i don't put i probably don't put as much effort into it like thought wise as to how i want to create a shot but when we're on a workshop trying to explain to someone how we do it and set it up i find it sort of comes pretty easy like you know you set it up to here you do this do that and look for this kind of scene so but yeah um it was interesting that um Someone, I guess, for lack of a better word, pulled us up on that. Um yeah, no, um, and right, I, rightly so. And yeah.
0: we we welcome constructive criticism as well. I mean, it's fine. We 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 we're yeah. learning as well. Um yeah. we usually uh, delete it, but
1: sorry. We usually delete it. <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I so, felt, much, I so it... much
0: so that there is yeah. an uh, an online magazine, icmphotomag.com. So is that I'll, like link a, is that like I'll link
1: it. Link it below. Right. Is that like a Porn mag for <laughs> ICM right. people. Um, I do I do find it interesting. Um, when people do get a little bit, I wouldn't say upset, but they get their nose a little bit out of the joint when, and not just on it on this show, but in general, like it happens at, uh, at talks you go to, it happens at bright festival, it happens. It happens at, at beef on the regular. It happens at beef that someone says something, and then there's a there's a section of people that love that kind of photography who. Yeah. They just don't go. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's your point of view and that's mine. They they get they get the pitchforks out and they go pretty hard. And yeah, I find that there is a lot of passion in photography. And some people, they love to, you know, like I I always hang shit a lot on aerial photography and and say I think aerial photography is quite straightforward to do and it's fairly yeah. easy and stuff like that. And every time I mention that, I get the usual suspects all. Chiming in, and you know, I think um, it's great that people have passion, but I think we also need to be a little bit more mature about how we deal with photography. Like, just because someone doesn't like aerials, or someone doesn't like ICM, or someone doesn't like landscape, or whatever it might be, it doesn't mean you know they're a lesser person, it doesn't mean your photography is any less than what you believe it it is, it doesn't mean it's no good. I mean, that doesn't mean anything, like, uh, it's it's nothing, but. Um, It's one of those things now, and again, I think social media has got a lot to answer for there, that as soon as there's a sniff of negative, everyone gets out and sort of gets a little bit on their high horse where, you know, going back 40, 50 years, if you went into a camera club or into a camera shop or a a gallery and looked at the shot on the wall and said, I don't really like that you Know the gallery owner didn't jump out of their chair and have a go at you and you know try and yeah. shame you, yeah. They they just accepted that everyone has a different opinion on art, yeah, it, so it, it's quite simple, yeah. it's
0: not it's not for you. Move on, I, that's, that's no, it, that's, there's nothing wrong
1: with that. Yeah. But no, fun. I find I find interesting sometimes that people, um, for lack of a better word, they take offense to something that someone else says about a certain type of photography and you know they, they get quite defensive about it. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I think that happens in certain genres of photography and this this will this will rattle feathers pun intended but i think some people will get their nose out of joint because they've actually pigeonholed themselves into doing one only type of photography or one type of genre of photography that if anyone outside of that says oh that's not that hard to do they they get quite offended so yeah. you know if you're someone that does ICM and that's all you do and then someone says oh that's pretty easy to do and don't like it i think you're more prone to get offended because that's that's your bread and brother, you know that's something that you perfected and that you love doing, and then for someone to come out and say oh, it's no good, then you know you sort of get offended a bit easier. But I don't know. It was funny yeah. to watch you get in trouble, though. Yeah, no, it's nice. Oh, I wasn't in trouble. Phil was very mature about it.
0: He just pointed out I that uh,
1: you might have to bleep that name out.
0: <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he, he, he knows. I, and I did reply as well. And uh, no, that's and good. That's good. I, I replied. There was to the... no. There was no offence me- meant whatsoever. Uh, yeah, we weren't. I think the main thing was that I I just off the cuff said that it's easy to replicate it in Photoshop, which well, is not, moving... it, which is not the point. It's called intentional camera movement, not Photoshop. You know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah, it's supposed to be done in camera. And I would argue that it's actually a difficult genre to do well. Um, well, it,
1: that that raises a very good question though, because. You know, if, let's focus on ICM, you know, because it's the topic that we're talking about. Sure. So we do landscape photography and we drop skies in with the help of AI and Photoshop. Mm-hmm. We do, you know, all these different types of genres of photography where Photoshop helps us do things better. Mm-hmm. So why can't we just take standard shots of any scene that we know is going to work as ICM and just go create it in Photoshop? Is that considered... You know, is that sacrilege to do that? Well, we're we're you know, going, that or... we're going down a very well-worn path, aren't we? This is, this is, yeah.
0: This, this, this happens in all genres of photography. Um yeah. So, and and you have, and you have to put all the genres of photography under one blanket umbrella called yeah. photography. So yeah. you know, and and you you're using the tools that you've got at your disposal to create an image. Yeah. That you like that 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 that, that floats your boat.
1: But what um, what I'm saying though are, are the people that do the ICM do they have to maybe relax their stance on their their passion around it to say well you know what ICM now can also include doing it in photoshop with a standard still photo yeah, with yeah. no movement which but by, you can act-
0: which by definition isn't ICM
1: by definition well, it's not it's not in camera movement but That's right. we we do other things intentional, by definition. intentional intentional camera movement Well
0: but we are. We're intentionally blurring the file. Oh, no, no, for sure. We're just not doing it in camera. So that, that's no. the difference, and I'm i am probably just playing semantics here. But I think I, your point is valid, and your point is well made and taken as well, insofar as it's the old trope, isn't it? You know, mm. That's been Photoshopped. You know, yeah, we're, ba- a, we're back in this room again, Cameron.
1: <laughs> I, I saw a photo today on um, – last week I mentioned that world-class landscape photography thing where the guy had a go on me about something. Uh, world-class, question mark? Yeah, well, that's him. Yeah, funny enough, enough, he didn't say much after that. He shut down, and a few other people shut him down. Yep. But uh, I was on there today, and I saw a picture of the, this moon, like a half moon, mm-hmm. and it had an aeroplane with the contrails going yeah, like almost that. st- that's, yes. straight, straight up, straight up the half of the the moon. Yes, yes. And the first comment was, "You can't get that in one shot AI." And all these comments, like, and it's getting really, really common now that every photo yep. that's put up that's a good photo, yep, is AI. Oh, it's AI. It's yep. AI's replaced Photoshop. Yep. Um, and I don't I like I said the cat's out of the bag and it's not getting back in.
0: Mate, you know, human nature sucks sometimes. You know, it's yeah. it's we can't have nice things, Cameron. We just can't no, because no. we have got to we're got to go and ruin it, you know. Social media could be friggin' awesome, but it's not it could be, but it's not. I reckon it shut the whole. I said it last week. Shut the whole friggin' thing down. It's an absolute yep. cesspool of negativity and People wanting to voice, this is the problem. Everyone's mm. got a voice now, and some people just should not have a voice. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, freedom <laughs> of speech, mate. Freedom of speech. Hey, speaking not of, of cesspools. Not, on a, not on, we... on a global free platform, anyway. Speaking, speaking of cesspools, should we go on to our next topic? <laughs> <laughs> What's our next topic, Cameron? Uh, I, I wanted to talk about camera clubs. Nice. Yeah, They're not cesspools. That, that, yes. Let's yeah. put a disclaimer straight in there now, <laughs> otherwise, we will lose everyone. Um, they are not cesspools. Um, but I, I, I've, I've done you, you've done a lot of judging and talks at camera clubs. I've done the I same. Indeed. Almost, I would say, 80% of my customers are some way involved with the camera club, whether or not it's online or in person. But the question I know we've touched on this over the, the last couple of years vaguely, but I wanted to have a bit of a discussion about whether or not camera clubs are actually still relevant. And whether or not they're still beneficial for the members who are going to these camera clubs, and the reason I, the reason I thought about this, and I've thought about it a couple of times, but it was a little bit on the back of, you know, every time we get a little bit of feedback about something we say, there's generally a bit of a, an air of of a camera club about it. Like, so if we say something about lens balls, or we say something about dropping skies in, or we say something about that, there's there's always some comments that we get that really are almost out of the playbook of camera clubs where they are very stuck in their way sometimes about how they do things. And a lot of times I'll have members that are very experienced in photography who uh, who stick to their guns about how things should be done, how photos should be taken stuff like that. But it got me thinking about camera clubs and whether or not, you know, is having that mindset where, you know, majority of camera clubs are generally people in, you know, let's say 45 and over uh, people that have generally been photographing a long time or people that have re- recently retired with plenty of time on their hands and want to get better at it. I sometimes feel that camera clubs can sort of put a bit of a halt on people's development as a photographer, especially if they've got very strong-minded or very strong individuals that have been in the club for a long time or have have you know, the the judges or they're they're high up in the club. I find that sometimes they can come across quite strong-handed about how people should shoot things and, you know, how they should go about their photography. So I want to have a chat about your thoughts because you go to them as well, whether Mm. or not you still think camera clubs – are still relevant or are they, again, for lack of a better term, are they sort of like this collection of older people that go and take photos every weekend and go out and miss a lot of this new stuff that's happening in photography? Is it beneficial that they do that or what do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. I've got a very strong opinion
0: on camera clubs. Um,
1: oh, Um Do we have to put a disclaimer?
0: I think camera clubs are fantastic. Okay, Whew. Okay. I really do. I honestly do. Yeah. I'm not then the reason I do is for their social aspect. So the social side of a camera club um, Mm -hmm. can't be denied what it does from what I've seen, people who join camera clubs, a lot of people in camera clubs are actually a little bit shy and retiring and wouldn't normally put themselves out there in a public forum. If it weren't for like-minded individuals that continue to encourage them within a safe environment. Um, So Although I and look, I've been involved in camera clubs, I've been involved with golf clubs, my God. I've been involved with, you know, my my boy used to do scouts, scout clubs, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Every single club that I've been involved in has its issues with certain members that uh stir shit up that um that that you know um how can I put this that that want to be the leader of the pack, that want to um, you know. Want to want their name up in lights on the boards and all on honor boards and all this sort of stuff. Now those people aside, the vast majority of people that are involved in camera clubs, yeah, are genuine. They're passionate about photography. There's no question about that. But first and foremost, they're after social connection with other like-minded individuals. Yeah. In this case, photographers, yeah, who are um you know that want to sh- that want to share their work with these people that want their work critiqued by their peers, um. I'm all for them. I really am. And to me, it's a little bit of a shame that they seem to be dying out. Um, yeah. It, I've, I get the feeling that numbers are dwindling across camera clubs, Australia wide. Yeah, they
1: are. Yeah. I've got no data to back that up, of course, cause I never do, but I, it feels yeah. that way. Yeah. Uh, see, I see. I, I sort of, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit opposite to you. I think, I think camera clubs, again, for the social side of things are great. Like yep. I, I don't think I've come across a social, uh, a camera club that doesn't have a fairly active social calendar of going out and doing things. Yep. But I actually don't think that they're as beneficial as they could be in today's photography game. And the reason why is like, get I've got lots of customers that come along. I, I meet lots of people and I go out in places and if I had a, dollar for every time someone came up and said, oh, I don't want to do this, my photography. Oh, I don't want to do it this way, or I don't want to do this or go that way, or I don't want to shoot this way. And my natural response is, well, what do you mean? Oh, because the guys at the camera club or the girls at the camera club said, no, don't do that. Yeah, I, I think I think the camera clubs to a point have got to a a location in their existence where they are generally more older members and yes. that's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in a camera club. Uh, you know, I'm in a couple of camera clubs and I'll probably be until I get a lot older than what I am now. But I think what it does though, I think it actually degrades the potential in that club to expand into more modern photography and and follow on what's going on with with the new things happening out there or try different ways to shoot things. Because there is, like you said, there's always a few strong minded people in camera clubs who, you know, for, for, like you said, they want to have their name in lights so or they want to sort of really yeah. force down their, their agendas. But I, I think camera clubs are great socially, but I think they don't necessarily benefit the, the industry as a whole, because there's a whole lot of people that could be joining camera clubs, like younger people or people that are really enthusiastic about it. But because of this, I guess it's more of a, a dying out of the camera clubs. There's no real activeness to try and get new people involved. Yeah. And the people that are involved, I think are losing interest day by day in a way, because yeah. you know, because of what I've mentioned earlier. So no, no, I agree, yeah, I and,
0: and I think the reason camera clubs are dying off is because they are sticking to their guns in terms of a formula that may have yeah. worked in the 90s um, yeah. that doesn't work now. And by that I mean it's um, go to a camera club, they have a monthly comp, Everyone knows what the theme is in advance. Everyone knows, you know. Okay, we've got our we've got to put in our prints this week. We've got to put in our digital files this week. Yeah, we've got a guest speaker. We've got a judge. It, it's it's very formulaic. Every club seems to run exactly the same way. Now, I know yep. in Victoria there's an association for photographic societies. I think it's known as VAPS or something like that. That runs yep. it doesn't run, but it's it's a it's like a for want of a better word, a governing body where that people can turn to yep. when they want to run a camera club um yeah. there a lot of the activity i see in camera clubs is well past their use by date um so yeah, then, but that, that, that can't be beneficial then can it no that, that's my point uh and then yeah. i think that's why in order to generate new members for camera clubs i think camera clubs need to start breaking a few molds and and definitely yeah you know, sh- shaking up the way that they do things, um, you yeah. know, and I've got I've got ideas for sure. The issue that I'm finding now is you've almost got to be retired to join a camera club because, yeah. you know, they, they do take a wee bit of dedication. There's weekly meetings, there's monthly comps, yeah. there's meetups, all this sort of stuff. And I always say to people, because people ask me a lot in the shop, you know, I, I, would you recommend a local camera club? Now, I am a card-carrying member of the Ballerine Camera Club here. Yeah. Um, and shout out to a few people I know that listen to the show. Um, you you know, did listen can... to
1: the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. But that, and, and and are dedicated <clears throat> to making that those yeah. camera clubs work. I've got advice for them. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But who am I to say if I'm not putting my hand up to run it or be there well, this, or be as involved as I could? And that's not for me yeah. to say because I simply don't have, you know, when they invent that eighth day in the week, Cam, and they're going to call yeah. it Bren's Day, then I'm going to join a camera
1: club. All right. So. Right. right yeah. Not Dick, not Dick day. Um, <laughs> that, that, I, I agree. Whole, dick day. <laughs> um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I think, I think this is why the camera clubs, the, the benefit of the camera clubs is, is really only limited now to those members, which are, which are dropping in numbers most, most of the time, which is what I experience as well. And you know, I, I do lots of talks at camera clubs. Um, Every camera club I've done a talk at, you generally get to sit in at the meeting beforehand or afterwards and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're right. They are all the same. They, they work to a similar structure, a similar formula that that worked a few years ago and probably can work with a little few little bits of tweaking and twerking. But it's the same thing. Like I go in there and, and do my talk and I, like I'm, what am I, 45 in a couple of months? You know, I'm a lot younger than most of the people at these camera clubs. Yeah. And when I do the talks to these camera clubs, you, you can see some of the older established members, they sort of tune out a little bit or they want to come and afterwards. They just want to come and compare what they've done versus what you've done. It's a bit of a, it becomes a bit of a dick measuring contest again, for lack of a, for lack of a better phrase. And like, I love that. Like they're not rude about it. Like they're, they're lovely, but I walk out of some of these meetings and some of these presentations, I'm like, oh, there's so much potential in this club. Like yeah. they've got a couple of younger members. They've got some really wonderful photographers. They've got some real stalwarts of, the, of, you know, who have been there for years. They've, they're just, like you said, they're just a little bit stuck in their way where they won't, turn things around or try things a bit different or you know do online zoom meetings instead of getting everyone into a clubhouse or whatever it might yeah. be yeah exactly so i know really... you're right and that that that's a big part of it is the um
0: yeah. adaptation of technology it has been really yeah. slow i mean everyone's got you know these camera clubs they got better cameras than me they've got like yeah. the latest yeah. gear they've got the big zooms and the, the, all the everything yeah. you know and a lot of but, a lot of them but have here we centers. are in a here we are in a town hall with crappy yeah. air conditioning and you know yeah really yeah. bad sound and no one can hear you. And then they
1: plug in a 40-year-old projector that breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, you know, I, I, I've, I've noticed something uh, probably a little bit different to that. A lot of the chalks I go to, they're in a good community hall or the council gives them a room and the councils are all tax funded. You know, they've all got beautiful big projectors and big screens and things like that. But sometimes when I sit on there and they go through their agenda of what they're going to do and I'm like, oh, that's that, that could be really – Really beneficial to your members if you just did it this way instead of that, because yeah. it's it's Groundhog Day for a lot of these members, and I think that's why um, the memberships are generally older people, and the memberships are generally people that have retired time where they can go and do these things. But yeah. like there there is a photography is such a massive um, popular thing these days. I think if there's camera clubs out there that are looking to change direction or or try and spark up a few things they need to sort of look at maybe doing, like I said, things a little bit different or breaking that mold to do things differently, where yeah. it is going to, it is going to attract the younger people or the more enthusiastic people and not just have the same things. Because once, you know, once at every club, there's two or three people that do all the work and, and that's across the board for committees, golf, cricket, footy, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. But as soon yeah. as those people drop off or get sick of it, or have had enough time, the clubs fall apart real quickly. So yeah and they are they are a necessary for the for the industry right like we do need camera clubs but yeah. i'm with you i can see in the next sort of 5 to 10 years there'll be hardly any left
0: yeah yeah I, and i'm not sure how you fix that it just seems to me this day and age people oh, i hate the saying but it, it seems like everyone seems to be time poor yeah I don't know how true that is, but it just it's something people like to say, you know. When, oh, I'm time poor. You know, I've got I've got too much so much going on, but a lot of it comes back to not wanting to put themselves out there or be involved, you know. And and or, you're exactly or right, poor,
1: or poor time management because they're or doing poor, things exactly. old school. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: But what I, and you're exactly right when it comes to camera clubs. What I find is it is the same people. Doing the same jobs, yeah. you know, and they because they know that if they don't do it, the club's going to
1: fold. The club, that's right. You know, yeah. and
0: it should be mandatory that if you are a member of a camera club for the first 12 months, sure, you don't have to do anything. That's fine. Come along, be a member. But as soon yeah. as you hit that 12 months, you got to start, you got to yeah. start pulling your weight. You got to start, you know, maybe, maybe running a comp every month or you got to be it, involved yeah. in getting a guest speaker or
1: something like that. But it, even that, like I, I've been in meetings where. The constitution's been challenged about a camera club, and it always sends me back to the episode of Seinfeld yeah, where yeah,
0: they—why did why is there a bloody constitution? how but archaic they, but, is that?
1: But, but but a lot of them do. A lot of them have rules yeah. and regulations right. and things like that. Makes but no it, it just go it goes back to you know like someone thinks oh no our constitution says we can't do that. Well, guess what? You just lost three members because they've got a really good idea. Yeah. And you've just said, no, I'm not going to change it. So this is not a payout. This is not a chewing the ass out of camera clubs or the people that go to camera clubs. We both love camera clubs. I think they are beneficial, but I think they need to be, they, they could be a lot more beneficial. They've more got relevant. to be
0: dragged kicking and screaming into the 21st century.
1: And, yeah. um, you know, and this again, as, as I say, this I would
0: is, like to be able to do that, but it's just not.
1: Yeah. And this is not a, kick out at people that are retired or, you know, for anyone that isn't a camera club who does a lot of work there, we know you do lots of work and we know the members appreciate it. But from an outsider's point of view, from where we're sitting, I think we're both in agreement that camera clubs could be doing a lot more, maybe like I said, moving into more modern ways of doing things, breaking that, that mold a bit and actually trying to, you know, be a bit more hip and happening with their, with their camera clubs to encourage new members to come in. Um, yeah. very rarely do I, do I hear of new members? Like most times I go to a camera club meeting, like, oh, we've got 50 members. Okay. How many more this year? Oh, that's it. We've, we've, that's all we've ever had is 50. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I did a camera talk. Actually, I will do a shout out to the Huon Valley camera club. I did a talk down there uh, a couple of months ago and there was two new people that had come to see my presentation and see how the club worked and they signed up after the night. Yeah, so that are. was great. Um, I'm not taking any credit, but I'll take a little bit. Um, You're taking credit, and that's fine. I'm take credit. I, I encouraged them about six times through the through the um. Is Sally coming back in again? Is she? She, she opened the door and she was standing there watching me do the podcast, and it was really unnerving. Oh, man, that's weird. Why, why is she hanging around? That's weird. Does she I want to be know. a guest speaker? Does she? Um, anyway, yeah, no. To, she's, to, to been, she's been on the cams. Let's be honest. All right. To conclude, camera clubs—they, yes. I—they definitely have a place. Um, I don't think they're as beneficial as they could be. Yes. But the people that run camera clubs and the people that are part of camera clubs are great people normally. Yes. And we, enc- I encourage them to keep doing that. But if anyone wants to reach out, I'm, I, I don't have much time either, but I've got a little bit of time over the next few months. If you want to throw some ideas off me from a camera club as to, hey, we're thinking of doing this in our camera club. Do you think this would work? I'm happy to give you my honest opinion if, what, yeah. for what it's worth. Feel free to drop us a message at dsp.com.au. Um but I, I think, yeah, the the moment someone starts a new camera club that has a different formula to it, um, you know, the moment camera clubs would be back on the scene, I think there's a real possibility that that might happen. That a couple of people put their head together and go, "Hey, we should start a camera club here, mm. but do it this way," and yeah. watch it watch it reap the rewards. No,
0: I agree. I think I think it's 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 due for a revamp, and what I'm finding at the moment. I don't want to call it a renaissance, but there, there certainly is a newfound passion for photography amongst younger people. Mm. Um, and I'm finding that through my shop. And, and, I, and it does relate back to film. Film's yeah. cool, right? We know this. It's been cool how, many, for a while how much now. knowledge
1: is how much knowledge is locked up in camera clubs of people that used to shoot film all the time. Well, that's
0: exactly right. That that needs to be
1: unleashed, Cameron. Yeah. Like um, do a do, yeah. do a film night, bring some old, get some young people to come in who love film. If you love film and you want yeah. to see how we used to do it, come on in, we'll teach you some tricks yeah. of the trade. Yeah. It's easy. There we go. We'll, we'll just show you we'll, new cameras.
0: We'll show you why you can't actually open the back of that camera until the film's finished. <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, was... if if you would like to leave us a, to- a a question, comment or remark about camera clubs or anything we talk about on the Down South Photo Show, you can leave a comment below this very video right there. It's right next to that big, fat, juicy subscribe button. If you want to hit that subscribe button, we would be great. Very great.
1: Even, even if you'd like to leave a detailed summary of why you have unsubscribed, please do.
0: Yes, that's right. Uh, join us at dsps.com.au where we have information about our workshops that we run. You can we- find the YouTube channel link on dsps.com.au for those of you who are not already watching us on YouTube but listening to the audio version of the show. Um, you can also,
1: Cameron, buy us yes. a beer. No. Who's bought us a beer anyone- this week, Cam? Uh, there's only been one beer this week and that was from Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Jenny. bought us a beer. you lovely uh, thing. Thank you. I think. I think. Hang on, let me double check because, like we've well, we've only recorded three days ago. So, yeah. True, so true. So Jenny, yeah, Jenny, thanks, that's thanks, it, Jenny, Jenny from the block. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, can we do a bit of gear talk? Still haven't. Let's do a gear talk. It. You you have been hanging to talk about this, haven't you? Haven't come up with a jingle for gear talk or a sting, as they call it in the business. I'll come up with. We one. know what we need to do a shout out for if anyone's listening, and we're we're worldwide now, so we're not just. Talk now, you know Cam's getting
0: serious when he leans into his microphone like this. Did I? I didn't even know did I hey, did it. Um,
1: hey, <laughs> if anyone's out there who's great, we know there's a, We know Craig's great, but if anyone wants to put us together a jingle for Gear Talk or Dear Cam or any of our segments that we crap on about every week, feel free to put together like a little five-second jingle and send it through if us. If
0: anybody wants to remix our intro music, ah, and that would be cool. There's a competition. I guarantee you there's an AI program that'll do that for us. But um if anyone does, comment below. I'll send you the audio, the MP3 of our intro music. I think it needs a bit of sprucing up, Cameron. Are we slotting this show out, are we? Yeah. Well now it's time to turn turn the finger on ourselves and actually pay the shit yeah. out of our own show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this show's shit. You need to get out of the old times. Maybe yes. hey, you know what? Maybe we need to critique get people to critique us. Absolutely. Well, they do you know, you know I what we email. need to do. We do. <laughs> you know what we need to do. We need to do a live question and a- question and answers show. Yes, we do. Uh, just just do a live show where we sit there and just get shit slung at us. <laughs> yeah, the live shows are
0: good, and also the um, we we have been lacking guests. We need some guests to come on. Anyway, we'll, we'll anyway. gear talk. Yeah, Da-da-da-da-da, gear talk. So I've had uh, my new camera now for what month and a half, maybe two months, something like that. Yes, my new camera being the iPhone 15 Pro. Um, From a photographic point of view, I think Apple needs a little cuddle. Something's wrong. Someone's upset at Apple. Who hurt you, Apple? Who hurt you? Um, Android? Samsung? The iPhone 15 Pro, to me, has jumped the shark in terms of its photographic ability. Now... I'm finding that there is far too much over-the-top computational crap going on on my screen when I'm taking photos with the iPhone 15 Pro. Now, right color saturation is off the frickin' charts. It looks like I won't shouldn't say that. No, I won't say that. It looks like say, somebody say somebody has been at the saturation slider in i in in Apple, and
1: they have. Does it, does it look like um, something Peter Liquid would do?
0: Blacks are all raised. The contrast is stupid. It's stupid. the The iPhone 13, the one model this... I had before this, was a far more capable camera. Far more this is capable.
1: Not, this is not gear talk. This is gear. Shoot, well, shut I'm down. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed because you'd
0: think, being the newer one, it would be better. It's not. The sharpening is crap. It's way over the top. It's everything's everything's been pumped up. It's like it's like the the camera's on steroids. And it's and it's I understand that the the thirteen Pro was used a lot of computational stuff, and photo, for one of a better word, photo shopping to make your photo look better than it actually is. but of of late, I've been out taking photo. I've been on a lot of photo walks lately. I'm really happy that I have been, but I've been taking my real camera uh, and then having the phone in my pocket, if I want to shoot a quick video clip or if I want to just you know line up a composition and that sort of stuff. I look at the screen, I'm like, what am I looking at here? It just looks like a Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. It's just awful. Uh, sickly colors. And it's 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 really annoying me because, I mean, there's no – the settings I've just moved from my old phone to the new phone didn't change any settings. What I haven't done and what I will do for a bit of homework is shoot some RAW files with it and see – Oh, don't do that. Yeah, probably not. It's probably a mistake, isn't it? <laughs> the, raw but...
1: files. the RAW files are worse than the JPEGs.
0: Yeah, I, I – you know, I used to I used to be a bit of a rap for Apple and they yeah, and I just
1: I am I am smiling ear to ear inside hearing you no, say no, this because they, you're like, oh, you thought iPhones were the end of photography photos. Like, oh, the iPhone, this iPhone, that. They're no, not. No, they 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 are they are generally quite
0: good, but this one, no. uh-uh. the sixteen, Maybe you got the sixteen would want to be better. No, I don't think I, I don't know. Maybe I have, but um I just know even even. Um, the video quality uh, has suffered. So my, my, my lovely daughter was performing on stage the other night at the school awards. And I just ripped out the camera as you do, you know, and just did a quick little video clip. It just, it was awful. It just looked shocking. And I'm like, what year is this? Come on, we can do better than
1: this. <laughs> um, I was at, uh, speaking of school, I was at a school assembly the other day for my kids' school breakup. And I did the same thing. I went into cinematic mode. I do like yeah. cinematic mode. Yes. And I thought I'd do a uh, video of my daughter getting an award. She got an award, which is great. And I put it up there and the face recognition, like there's 300 people in this hall yes. and there is squares all over the time, all over the screen. I'm trying <laughs> to lock in to the background where she was going to be. I couldn't even get my finger in between all these face recognitions to do it. It was <laughs> stupid. So yeah. I, I, I think iPhones are fantastic, but they are you Know they are like the candy cane sort of camera, aren't they? Like they're there to make it look pretty and taste nice without doing anything. Like, yeah, that's all yeah, they, that's agree. all they're it's, there
0: it's, for. It's 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 sugary sweet, and uh, yeah, and I think yeah. it's got to do with um, Instagram, uh, TikTok, you know, that deliver this, this, this fake reality to people, um, and the and the and the and and look, let's call a spade a spade, like we do on this show. These companies are there to make money. They're not going to turn their back on their main user that is, you know, using Instagram and using TikTok and using these these things, you know, and deliver images that are actually really good photos, but yeah. don't capture people's attention. So if you but, take a good photo now that's correctly saturated or correctly exposed, um, it's sort of slides into the ether. We've yeah. gone too far. We've pumped up too much, you know, and now and people we're, are we're, ignoring we're, really good photography.
1: I, I would like to start a petition. Can we do that?
0: We'll put it below.
1: I would like to see Instagram eat a bag of shit and die. <laughs> I, I really think Instagram, <laughs> Instagram has, I'm telling you I've been saying it for years, no one listens. Instagram has ruined photography. It's, it's not even photography anymore. It's all uh, videos of people doing stupid stuff. But the, the moment that they started, again, it comes back to what we always say about people liking that little hit from getting a like and a follow. Their, their business is on people liking things and engaging. That's what their business is. So as soon as highly saturated crappy photos started getting likes and lots of follows, that's it. The good photography and the good, nice, natural shots that we do, that we all do, people listen to this show, they don't get any attention. And all that does is encourage people to try and put more photos up to get attention. It, it's a broken system and it's not good. If, you, if you're if you putting your photos up on Instagram and you can't figure out why you're not getting any traction, then your your saturation slide is clearly not up to 100. Yeah, you're too good a photographer. Or, or, as we said last week, your tits aren't hanging out of your top. <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Well, that's it. That's what it is. I, 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 you know what? I put up a post on Instagram today. Um, I told you the other last week when I was in Vegas, I had that stop taking selfies. Yes. yes. No one yes. cares. I put up a, a reel. Is that what they call? I don't know. Yep. A reel. And yes. I just put on a black screen, stop taking selfies. No one cares. And the amount, that's the most engagement my account's had for weeks. Yeah, was people sending me pictures, uh, sending me messages back saying, "Yeah, Unreal, mate, I agree, I agree." And then there was people saying, "But I like taking selfies, and what's it got to do with you? What I do, and all this kind of stuff." It got all this engagement. So, yeah, like it's just it's a stupid platform. Yeah, um, there must be a better way, and I'd like to start a petition to yep. see Instagram get shut down or reset.
0: So, um, I think the phrase we're looking for is clickbait.
1: Yeah, it is. That's what we yeah. do clickbait. Every time we put a tile I, up, we do it clickbait. I blame last, last last week it was boobs. <laughs> I
0: blame <laughs> Clickbait for, for this. Yeah. Um you know, which again, we and clickbait is 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 getting eyeballs on your page to sell advertising. It again, yep. it all comes down to the almighty dollar and it is it ruining does. ruining yeah. photography, Cameron.
1: Well, it is like like Instagram could be a really good used to be a really good platform. To share your work and, and get engagement with other like minded. people. Instagram used to have class,
0: didn't it? It used to it used it to used actually to be, be
1: a great platform for photographers. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: then they realized because they need to make, you know, how big's your friggin' yacht gotta be, but they they've decided that, you know, we no, we gotta make more money. We have to how yeah. do we do it? Okay. So if we oh, I see now people are talking about for oh well, let's make it another social media platform.
1: And that's yeah. it. And they and that's they it. just they just copy what Zuckerberg did, and that's yeah. That. Like I I got um our good friend Chelsea, who we have to do a shout out to. Chelsea. Hello, Chelsea. It's been a while. Che- Chelsea's now a mother. Oh, yay! Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea's had a a newborn, which is good. Congratulations, uh, a little, little baby girl, and uh, everything's awesome. going well and healthy, and she looks very happy. I'm still yet to meet young child, um, but I've been away. But um, Cameron and I know only too well how awesome daughters are.
0: So congratulations.
1: That's right. Excellent. Um, But Chelsea does a, used to do and still does a bit of my social media stuff. And for years I've been saying to shut Instagram down. It's not – she goes, oh, no, no, it's a good business tool. I'm like, it's crap. Shut it down. Oh, yeah. no, it's really good. It's really good. So she won't let me shut it down. But I will shut it down one day soon, I reckon, because it gives me absolutely no benefit at all. No. Um, It's just it's just filled with crap. And the good photos that you want to see, you don't see, and all you see is just crap. Um. Yeah. So if you're wasting time on Instagram these days, I, I think Facebook. If you have a Facebook page, I think that gets more traction these days. Yeah. Um, or what is it? Um, also, uh, what's that other one? Is uh, Flickr? Flickr is a good one. Flickr can make a massive comeback, please. Yeah, but Instagram great. Instagram eat a bag of dicks. Yes, I don't like okay. it anymore. I'm Moving on now. Moving right along. Is um, the tester? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes, Photo... photography.
0: Sorry, that was was that a throw? That was the worst throw That's ever.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> <idiot>. uh, photography <laughs> word of the week. This is a good one. Is this a new segment? It is because I've got a big, massive, friggin' photographics encyclopedia that I'm just going to pick a word out each week, and you have to try and guess what it is. First of all, I have to say it. Yeah, you ready? Oh, oh, is it? Op, is it? Oh, off I'm saying it. Hold. Okay. Please hold. All right.
0: Photography word of the week. It's actually two words, but this well, will be. It. This is... Okay, whatever. No, off, No, ophthalmic. Ophthalmic. Oph. Oph, oph- th. Now, how can oph and th be put together in the same <laughs> word? This is not right. Off. Oph- it's photog- Ophthalmic. 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 Ophthalmic photography. Yeah, what do you think of ophthalmic photography is? Daniel uh, Daniel's
1: going to call you, Daniel. Then.
0: Brendan. Five star. I'll, I'll take that. Um, no idea. I don't even know any Latin, so that's obviously- I don't know if that's Latin, is it? off off-thalmic, off-thalmic. It could
1: be, that could be optical. It could be thermal. It could, I could be-, be I could
0: be, could be Googling off screen. No, I'm not. Uh, no, 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 sorry. Not, no, let it go. I'm not Googling. No. I'm, look, no. both hands well up.
1: Um, please, right. Cameron. Well- Ophthalmic photography is a specialised form of biomedical photography that combines anatomical and medical knowledge of the eye with photographic artistry and state of the art technology in the diagnosis and treatment eye related disorders.
0: Now there was a there was a dude at the Yamundi markets that used to do iris photography.
1: Yeah, actually, I saw one the other day in America. It was all the same. Is that what we're talking about here?
0: Well, maybe. Like yeah. That. And they could look yep. at your iris really close, like
1: super macro and yeah, and diagnose issues. Yeah. Um, there was a lady at a market I saw in America. So these, this offlimic photography is those real, almost looks like the sun, you know, it's just that red and the veins. Yeah, and awesome. so it's really getting into the eye. Um, but I would say a form of it is, you know, when those beautiful colors of the eyes and, and the pupils and stuff like that, um, People are doing some really cool stuff with that at the moment. So they're doing like mm. frame prints on metallic uh, paper or metallic frames. Like a close-up of the, that blue part of my eye, right? Yeah, and it looks it uh, looks really cool. So that's what it means. Each week I'm going to give you a word out of my massive book. Okay. It's a huge book, massive yep. book. Yeah, that's thicker than My us. what a massive dictionary you have. Mm, that's a terrible joke. But anyway, uh, we haven't got a deer cam, have we? No, no we haven't. So next week, uh, if you've if you've
0: got a dear Cameron, please send this one in. Um, next week will be our second last episode for the year. I would have thought, being that it's uh, Christmas at the end of next week. So um, I don't Christmas know why edition. I'm mentioning that. It just feels apt to say that this is our second last show. We might have to have an end of year spectacular, Cameron, or a piss up. We have that every week. Um, so. Quick shout out for our one-day workshops in January here on the Ballerine Peninsula with the good man mm-hmm. on the other screen or in your other ear if you're listening to the show. And myself, um, January the 18th has two spots left. Is that right? Am I
1: reading that, that right? That is correct. No, no, you're right. That's two spots yep. left on the 18th and That's the 19th. Thursday and on it the is Friday Thursday.
0: is gone. You can't. The Friday, we're done. Sorry.
1: Sold out.
0: Sold out. But there are two spots left on January the 18th. So please come and join us for a day, hmm. uh, well, uh, an afternoon at least, of fun and frivolity here on the Ballerine Peninsula. And how much is it, Brendan? Uh, I have no idea, Cameron. <laughs>
1: no, I literally uh, don't know. <laughs> I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> uh, so what do you get? $20,000, surely. It must no, it's be. Not, no, it's, it's $195. What? Uh, and we, we will meet somewhere down near your shop or somewhere close to Point we'll Lonsdale. Meet, we will. We will. Yeah, and it starts at around about sort of two in the afternoon. I think that's Correct. right. Correct. And we'll go until sunset, and you yep. can just enjoy yourself. We'll I'll have all my Olympus stuff there if you want to try some Olympus gear. Yep. Um. But we'll we'll be there, and we we'll, we can ask we can answer any question. Yeah. We can help with anything. We'll put you in some really cool spots. Uh. We'll see if we can cue the big giant seal that crawls across the board. Oh, how good was that last year? I think. Um. Massive. I think most importantly, you'll get. Seven hours
0: of our knowledge um, and seven hours in some really grouse locations. Grouse. Grouse.
1: You know, it's a hard sell, us, for seven hours. <laughs> we feel, we're we lucky to sell an hour on here. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. it'll be awesome. Um, but you yeah, two, have
0: two spots left, so come yeah. on board. And you have to um go to the Piping Hot Chicken Shop uh, for lunch yes. before you come. Uh, and you might meet yeah. Cameron and I there because Cam does like
1: the chicken shop. Well, you introduced me to the chicken shop. It's a good spot. It is a good spot. So, um, and we also have our Great Ocean Road Workshop that yes. is happening in May next year. And uh, selling we have, fast. it is, we've got three spots left on that, I believe. Yeah. We do. Um, so that one's a good one to come along. So that's four days. So that's a, a multi day one. Um, yes. And that is selling, it's all on the website dsp.com.au. DSPS.com. DSPS. Uh, DSPs what I say? DSP. You said DSP. That's an S off. That's my old Centrelink working days, DSP, oh disability DS, support DS, pigeon.
0: DSPS.com.au.
1: .au. Hey, um, I'm going to give a quick shout out to a, an old friend of mine who doesn't listen to the show, but it was cool to catch up with. Um, a guy called Rob, uh, he's one of my brother's good friends. Uh, he is a lovely guy, very well-knowledged in outback uh, four-wheel driving and doing all these kind of things. He's done some incredible jobs over the year. He's driven trucks. He's taken geologists out to the middle of nowhere for days on end to help him out and Things like that. Anyway, um, we spent uh, four weeks a few years ago going to Cape York and back, Rob and I, as part of a little group we're in. But I was going through the beautiful township of Sheffield the other day, dropping off some of the Cradle Mountain books uh, to Cradle Mountain in Sheffield. And lo and behold, there's Rob on the main street of Sheffield with his cowboy hat on. Uh, he actually works for Services Australia. He's one of the truck drivers that, you know, that that ro- uh, remote bus and truck that goes around all different places for settling. I do. He I do. Dri- He drives that. And I drove past, and I'm like, geez, that looks like Rob, and it was Rob. So we had a quick chat and said good day, go. and Rob in Tassie. So uh, Rob, but he's actually yeah, he's actually from uh, Country Victoria. So g'day, Rob. He'll be, he'll be listening. No, he has no interest at all. Whereabouts in Country Victoria? Uh well, not that country, not that country. He's in Narbathon. Oh yeah, up in, at the back of um, Yarrow Glen.
0: Nice neck of the woods, Yarra Glen. You see the Yarrow Glen Markets. Yeah, um, I, I tell you what, that's it. That's the podcast. That's it. Mm. um cam's many... having uh, a nice little sabbatical at the moment mm. well kids Not much coming school up though, so i'm on daddy daycare now that's it attaboy uh and mm. we have goodness me didn't the uh didn't the retailers come out today in force uh christmas as well and truly with us it was a massive day oh. at ocean grove camera and photos so uh right. thank you to everyone who came out today and um we have uh, strapped ourselves in for a very very big week so uh Looking forward to that so that I can get to Christmas Day and chill out with the fam bam and relax.
1: Speaking of Christmas, I put out something to all my subscribers the other day about my Cradle Mountain Overland Track book that has been jointly done with TP from that other podcast that no one listens to. Yes. Um, Doing free shipping on that book. So anywhere in Australia. So jump on my website, tazphoto.com.au, grab yourself a Christmas gift for someone and we'll send it to you for free.
0: It's a very good book. I happen to have a signed copy.
1: Oh, very good. Hey, um, last Tom thing before it. we... What is thumbprint? that would be about all he can <laughs> sign. Hey, um, last thing before we go. Yes, um, sir. How many people did we offend on this episode? Uh, uh, 43.
0: 43.
1: Yeah. At least. I reckon, we're in, I reckon we're going to get at least one or two feedback messages about that. By the
0: way, um, we had a few comments that people actually do listen this far in the show, so we probably should straighten up and fly right.
1: So don't say tits or boobs. She's
0: got something in my eye. Um, that's it. That's and the not, podcast. Maybe,
1: maybe you need some ophthalmic photography to help do, you out correct. there. Correct.
0: Thank you for joining us for episode one hundred and four of the Down South Photo Show. We will see you for episode one hundred and five, highly likely next
1: week. You sound like you sound like Pete Smith. Then you can say goodbye now, Cameron. Goodbye now, Cameron.
0: <laughs> Cheerio.